0: everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and we have a doozy of an episode, as always for this season, to break down of The Bachelorette. In a little bit, you will hear from Gabby and Rachel. I had six minutes that I pushed to eight minutes. You know they play coy, but there was some good stuff with Gabby talking about her mom, Rachel kind of clapping back about people thinking they're being pitted against each other. You'll hear all of that in just a minute. But before, we're going to break down the episode Episode and everything going on within bachelor nation with someone who knows this group
2: better than most Zachary reality how are you hey Sarah I'm so excited to be back today The season is just starting to get good I felt like last night's episode was the best all season and now I know everyone's name and the tea is getting hotter so I'm super excited to dish on all things bachelor with you
0: Thank you. I totally agree. I think that this season has actually been quite enjoyable as a viewer. And I don't know if it was the break that they took that we needed, if it's just the format being switched up. So there's, it's like a little more fast pace because some of those group dates and one-on-one dates with one lead, they they got a little slow. If they weren't, you know, spilling too much childhood trauma, there wasn't that much to talk about.
2: (laughs) Exactly. And now it's crazy because there's literally seven guys left. Like you don't realize that because there's like two different leads, but there's literally seven guys left. Like we are just like, are we getting hometowns like in two weeks? Because no, it's, it's such really a good going point. fast.
0: Such a good point. 14 guys total, but seven for each of them. Traditionally, we get four for hometowns. Yeah, I feel like we're due for like a cliffhanger, unfortunately, which I hate. But there's been like consistent rose ceremonies for the most part. A pretty like start to finish for the week. And in my opinion, kind of rotating. Oh, this is a Gabby good episode, Rachel, bad episode Mm. this and vice versa. Do you get that vibe too?
2: Yeah, but I feel like it's always a racial bad episode. Like even on Gabby's bad episodes, I feel like Rachel is going through it so much worse. And like, I kind of want to talk a little bit about that because I'm starting to see Bachelor Nation call Rachel like a drama queen and say that she's like, being really dramatic because she's like a Pisces. So she's crying a lot and she's sensitive. And I see both sides of it, but I really just feel like Rachel, she's just really going through it. Like everything that bad happens, happens to Rachel.
0: Right. And we can jump all over the place. So why do you think that is? Because I think it's partly the fact that Rachel maybe is younger. Mm -hmm. She definitely wears her emotions on her sleeve a little bit, whereas Gabby can kind of maybe laugh things off. I mean, we've seen her break down too, but a little bit more. And I also think that You know, I mean, we talk about this group date that they invited Rachel's guys to. Were the guys told to pursue Rachel? Was Rachel reading into things? Did the producers know Rachel would crack watching Gabby's guys like Bond? Is all of that true? Probably, I don't know.
2: Yeah, it seems like a lot of it is true, what you were saying. Like, it's probably harder to compare herself to Gabby, who's just like taller than her, a little bit older than her and wiser than her. But like, Rachel's a catch too. And she has like some of the cutest guys on her team. And I feel like she just needs to kind of step into her own. And I hope that we see that throughout the journey. Like one of the things I love about watching the show is seeing the growth from like the beginning with the lead to the end. Yeah. So I really hope that towards the end, we see some resolution with Gabby and maybe her mom or just some growth and confidence with Rachel because I feel like she's so much more worthy than she's giving herself credit for.
0: I agree. And I think with Rachel, it's really relatable. A lot of the things she's going through, but then with by contrast, it can be hard to like see when, cause you're directly, I know it's like, we're not supposed to pit them against each other, which they literally told, tell, will tell me which you all hear soon. But it's really hard as the audience, not to be like when they're switching back and forth to be like, oh, this is how Gabby just handled that. Now this is how Rachel's handing it, handling it. And I just think that Rachel, she is, she maybe has had some rejection for sure. And they both have, but I think Rachel's guys that she does have maybe more into her than Gabby's are into Gabby. Gabby's are more just like neutral and Rachel's are either like kind of the worst or awesome. And Gabby's are just kind of like classic bachelor contestants. That's how I feel watching it.
2: Yeah, I feel like Gabby has Eric, Jason A and Nate as like mm-hmm. her top three. And then I feel like with Rachel, like Avon is so cute. Like yeah. it's like too cute. And then Tino is like perfect. And right. then who's the other guy? There's um Zach who they had a great date. And Tyler. And, and Tyler, like Rachel has like solid guys. And I think she just needs to like focus on that and lean in on that. Cause I don't really feel like Gabby's worrying too much about that. Like Rachel really mm-hmm. is comparing it too much in her head. And I think that if she just kind of relaxes and goes with the flow, things will work out a lot better for her.
0: Totally agreed. Um to go back to the beginning a little bit, this episode obviously Meatball is just back no explanation. If you watched for the credits last week, you saw that he does ask Rachel for a second chance. They don't follow up on that. He's just part part of the group and thank god because he played a crucial role which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um And I I think it's really interesting to see the guys all interact at the beginning of these episodes. Um, You know, the who's here for Rachel, who's here for Gabby, them, Nate kind of confronting Hayden about his reference on the edges comment. I feel like it's interesting. And we've seen Nate now step up more than once to be the kind of guy who like, protects Gabby.
2: Yeah. Nate is definitely like a gem. I've seen a lot of people are already shipping him to be the next bachelor. And if we get double bachelors, maybe it could be Nate and Michael a and do like a daddy season. Um, Stop, but I love, that would be so good. Right? I love seeing the guys in the house. And I almost think we need to see a little bit more of that. Cause that is so important to see how they interact with each other and their relationships. Um, I think it really like shows a lot of like who they are. Cause we don't really get to see them too much. They don't get too much time with the leads and then everyone always wants to put on their best show for the bachelorette so i like seeing those moments and i was wondering about meatball i was like did i miss the first two minutes like no. why didn't they explain him coming back and is he gonna do a brand deal with grocery store joe on the sauce because they need to collab
0: they need to collab for sure and we need to get the knockoff grocery store joe hayden to be far away from the deal <laughs>
2: yeah hayden it, it was it's really rough for him no pun intended
0: yes let's Let's just talk about him before we even go to the one-on-one dates because it comes up at the beginning of the episode and then it all comes back. And again, we have Meatball being the one who kind of tells Rachel that he... Was not only like called them bitches, but compared them to his ex who he said, like, they don't hold a candle to his ex, which is a wild thing to say on camera thinking it won't be used against you, Hayden. Um, And Rachel pretty much they both really have no time for BS, which I like about them as leads. They're like red flag. You're out. What did you think of the way Rachel handled that with Hayden? Do you think Hayden? you know, got was edited to be this way? Do you think this is genuinely like he's maybe not the nicest guy or just didn't have the <laughs> foresight to realize what he was saying? What was your take on Hayden? i think hayden's a nice
2: guy um i'm i'm really um optimistic um but i also think with hayden is that he probably just felt like he just seems a little immature kind Mm -hmm. of like that like masculine like immaturity so i kind of feel like he was just like mad that rachel and gabby like got mad at him for saying the rough around the edges comment and then like kind of lashed out and like was talking to his guys complaining about but then he just kind of said like a couple things that were like uncalled for so I think that he kind of showed his vulnerable side. It was really important that we saw that side of him with his dog who he cares about to show that he's not a bad guy all around. He's just a little immature, especially in relationships.
0: Yeah, I think he maybe is a little cocky. And like went into this probably thinking he was going to like kill it. And then his not handling it when he's maybe not so much killing it and saying the wrong thing. Um, And he clearly like had this plan to talk about his dog. He brought the book. A lot of people on Twitter, obviously joking, like if you love your dog so much, why did you go on the show?
2: Fair. Um, Do you have an update on Rambo? Is this true? Yeah. So I talked to Hayden last night. And Rambo is still, he's alive. Oh, like good. he's he has been like, you know, going to a lot of doctor's appointments, therapy treatments, and stuff, but he is still hanging on and Hayden loves him so much and kind of is just enjoying those moments with him while he can. I mean, I think it's important to remember that Bachelorette films, what, like I guess only four months ago, because he kind of made it seem like his dog was gonna pass away at any moment. Right. Um, but he's still alive and you know, Hayden's still happy to have him. And it, it's really cute how much. She loves his dog. So I hope that kind of softens him up to the viewers because, you know, he did kind of come across a little bit like a jerk at times.
0: Yeah, he did. And he apologized. If you want to read his lengthy apology on Instagram, you can. I asked Gabby and Rachel about it. Um, Pretty much crickets. So I don't know if they're buying it, um, but maybe at a tell all sort of thing, this would be discussed um, because like I said, they're they really don't mess around. Like a lot of the guys who have been in the drama are are eliminated that week um, Mm -hmm. and in the moment. And that's kind of not normal for this show. Um, I think Michelle did that a little bit too. Like maybe it's like a new normal, but I also think it's the inherent natural drama between having two leads that they don't need as quite as much like manufactured, keeping you for the wrong reasons kind of thing, Um, which I find refreshing as a viewer because it's nice to like wash our hands of what happened in the episode and move forward because the show sometimes has a problem with dragging things out.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's not as much drama this season. There's not as much like quote unquote villains as you see. And I do know the mental all is Coming up in the next few weeks. And mm-hmm. I kind of think that there might not be as much drama at that either because. For one, Paradise was already like filmed. So usually like the contestants will try and like amp things up at the reunion for Paradise. But at this point, like Paradise already happened. So it's not like they have to kind of, you know, try and throw each other under the bus. So I think a lot of the season really just focuses around Rachel and Gabby and like, you know, the dynamics. And I think Logan is going to come into play a lot in the next couple of weeks.
0: Oh, for sure. And that's such a good point about Paradise because obviously this is airing later than normal. It filmed like that everything was on delayed and they already did Paradise. So some of these guys if you want to know which ones i'm sure you can go to zachary reality's tiktok (laughs) some of them were on the beach and literally have so moved on washed their hands of this probably don't care at all and others can't audition because it already happened so that's a really interesting point about the tell-all it's going to be a different vibe for sure
2: Yeah. And I'm just kind of excited to see what happens. I'm invested in this season. Like we're already like halfway through. So it's going to be really good. And I mean, I'm really shipping Tino and Rachel. I think that he's my favorite. And then I think for Gabby, I think she's going to pick Eric because a lot of times on The Bachelor, we'll see the quote unquote, like villain-ish guy win. Like like Moines, Nate, like there's always a controversial edit for the winner. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of thinking that because Eric didn't like comfort her i'm putting quotation marks up (laughs) on that date that like maybe they're trying to like set him up that way so that's kind of where my head's at um for the rest of the season
0: oh i like that okay let's talk about tino we're in paris jesse palmer knows french big good good for him happy for jesse palmer i'm actually (laughs) very much enjoying him on this season um and tino and rachel i mean the way they were even just walking away and like joking with each other like i didn't think you'd like me like i do like she's acting like a normal girl with this guy and like he's like I don't know. There's something about them. I just, I would be shocked. And I know like I fall for things on this show all the time. They trick us, but I would really be shocked if he didn't win. I think their connection oh, seems yeah. real. She seems the most at peace with him. And he's but is gorgeous. it too
2: obvious? Is it too obvious? Cause like, right. like I said with Eric, I feel like they're trying to throw us off. And like, I don't know who's going to win the season, but I'm just saying that like, I know they're going to do that, but I guess they can't do that with both of the guys. Cause there's right. going to be two winners. But if it's not Tino, like, I don't think it's Aven. Like, I just don't think he's gotten enough of a story. Story arc. I don't think he's yeah. gotten enough airtime. Tyler is just a little young for Rachel and then her other guy, Zach. I don't know. if I mean, they definitely have a cute connection with the whole pilot situation. Right. But I just but is think, Tino, is it enough? Like Tino just makes the most sense all around. And you saw on their one-on-one date this week that they were talking about like career and passion and kids like life after the show, which is definitely conversations that she hasn't had with other guys.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And also like his jawline is just so wonderful to look at. And I'm just <laughs> really enjoying having did Tino. Did you see him?
2: Um, did you see his Instagram? Like he used to have really long hair.
0: Yes, really long hair. And he seems like he like has a, had a brother who had cancer and now he like works oh. with like kids with cancer. Like he seems like... Like, like with the Ronald McDonald house. Um, you know, it and his Instagram doesn't have any major red flags, which sometimes these do. Mm-hmm. I really like Tino. And I think Rachel also, like, even sending home one of the Jordans who she sent home like the first night or first date, I kind of feel like it's because she was comparing him to Tino because of that connection. And I feel like that's how she's kind of going about this, like guys that she like likes as much as Tino um because yeah i don't know i just feel like it's so obvious but you're right like it's is it too obvious or are they doing that because they're going to make gabby's more like Mm -hmm. obscure i don't know i feel like it's so obviously tino and he seems like a good person and i'm rooting for them and then what did you think of jason's date with gabby on the paris
2: They seem like they really like each other. It almost felt like Gabby was a little bit more into Jason A. And why are we calling him Jason A? Like, where's the other Jason? Did I miss something? I don't know. I didn't even know he was Jason A. Yeah, Jason A. Um, They're definitely like really vibing. I think she's all about him. He was kind of saying that he was shy because his like insecurities as a child feeling like nobody likes him or like wanted to right. like him tennis, and it's just pressure from tennis. Yeah. And like, I don't know, maybe that's just like a thing when you're like so good looking that like you, you're afraid that people like only care about you for your looks, but he's, like, he's a humble, nice guy. Um, and I know he lives in Santa Monica, which Gabby, I believe lives in LA. So, oh. I mean, if they were to get together um it seems like an easy commute
0: oh i love that i think he is so cute and seems very normal and mature as gabby said he's a man of few words um Mm -hmm. which was funny the way they edited that whole like him like looking around thing um but even like gabby's just so easy to watch like her joking about with the beret and like all of her her interviews like she's it's it's crazy how like the seamless it feels like for her to be in front of the camera. And yeah. with Jason, even though he seems shy, like by the end of it, it definitely felt like we were making progress. And again, she spoke about her mom. They bonded mm-hmm. about therapy. It felt like a more mature conversation than sometimes we see on the show.
2: But I don't think Jason A could win because I just feel like Gabby needs someone that's going to challenge her and make mm-hmm. those jokes with her. Like she needs a guy who's a little bit tougher. And I feel like Jason A is a little bit too soft-spoken for her.
0: Yeah. Whereas an Eric, whereas for us, it's like, we're like, oh, do we trust this guy? And that maybe is coming from like, he's a little sarcastic and dry, which we know doesn't always translate on the yeah, show. Yeah.
2: yeah. And Gabby needs someone like that. So I, I want her to get with Eric with an H.
0: Eric with an H. I know I thought his mm-hmm. name was like, I didn't know it was Eric when I first was reading these. And then I was like, OK, it's just Eric with an H. Yeah, um, with an H. And we talked a little bit about Gabby's group date and the Rachel part of it. Um, what I thought was interesting is the way she brought up Clayton and said that she felt more chosen on Clayton season and feels more desperate and insecure as the lead. And after all the Clayton slander from them, I found that quite interesting that she almost was complimenting Clayton and, you know, opening up about how just cause you're the lead and all these guys are supposed to be there for you. It's not necessarily a great feeling all the time.
2: I watch Rachel and Clayton's breakup on YouTube once a month. Like, it is such like, it's just so riveting. She loved Clayton. Like mm. she loved him so much. Like she was crying her way to the car. Like, like she, it was so genuine. And I think that she's just so insecure going into this season that that's going to happen again, because she really thought she had it in the bag. She thought Clayton was going to pick her. She thought that they were going to get engaged and she was so blindsided and you can see it on her eyes. So I think that, that was really carrying her into this season. I mean, think about it. The after the final rose aired and then they got chosen to be the bachelorettes and left like three days later. Like, I True. don't know if Rachel had time to really process that breakup.
0: Wait, that's such a good point. Cause it's also a good example of Rachel wearing her heart on her sleeve even then. And we watched, Gab- I mean, Gabby was definitely upset and she was pissed, but she turned it around. It was kind of pissed at Clayton and Rachel on those stairs, like lest we not forget, like she is an emotional girl, which is so fine and whatever but it's it may be why we're seeing some of the things we're seeing make yeah. sense versus people just like using her being like a drama queen like i think maybe that's just like she can't help it like she she's just, a pisces she's a pisces as you said mm-hmm. and she um she that makes me think if tino if something goes awry it's gonna be like tino
2: leaving or tino backing away
0: and a very devastated rachel because mm-hmm. oof that would be similar vibes
2: didn't Tino take her to the stairs on night one and yeah. like say something romantic to her? I want him to propose to her on the stairs somewhere. Oh God. Like they'll probably be in like some exotic country so they can make it a lot more of a beautiful background. But I think it would be perfect if he proposed to her on the stairs.
0: I totally agree. I think we're, this is a fairy tale ending. It's like, mm-hmm. rewrite it, like pull a Dale and Claire and just go off on your own part of the cruise ship. And let's continue this whole thing because yeah. someone might want to be jumping ship, which is Logan. Um, mm-hmm. And we see that those seeds are planted during Rachel's group date. He's kind of looking over at her. He's saying in the, you know, oh, the voiceover, her um, confessional ITM, whatever, um, that he is not so sure that he made the right decision and that he's still is thinking about Gabby. Not that he kind of made the decision, but still thinking about Gabby. What do you think it is for Logan? Do you think he genuinely likes Gabby or do you think he's just like, I don't really like Rachel. Like, did he even have enough time with Gabby to be feeling these feelings? Or is this like a whatever let's stir it up kind of thing what what do you think's going through logan's
2: mind i think logan's the type of guy who wants what he can't have Mm -hmm. which i think is really relatable to a lot of people like a lot of times we want something that's just out of reach the only thing that's confusing is that it seems like the decision was almost made for him because he was vibing with gabby and rachel in the beginning he was one of the three or four guys that actually had connections with both of them but his decision was almost made for him because gabby kind of told rachel oh you can have him like because she they didn't want to step on each other toes. Right. He did kiss
0: both of them, I guess. I forgot about
2: that. So he needed more time to explore relationships with both of them. And he didn't get it because the girls almost made it for him because they're so worried about stepping on each other's toes. And like, I made a a TikTok about this. I was like, they should have stepped on each other's toes more. Like, I almost feel like they should have just dove in and not cared who was talking to who, because they both fell in love with Clayton and their friendship was still fine. So I feel like they kind of um, made it harder for Logan. They made his decision for him. And now he doesn't even have time to tell them how he feels. So it's going to make him look really bad next week. Cause he's like still accepting these roses and it's going to blow up in his face.
0: A hundred percent. I can't decide how I feel about it. Cause part of me is like, okay, yeah, maybe he is just an F boy who wants, what he can't have. And is like bored with Rachel and is like, why not like mix things up? But then another part of me is like, he kind of took the right steps up until accepting the last rose from Rachel because Again, like I think any of the guys who said no to Rachel's rose were just wrong. Like they should have just taken it and like gone with the ride for a little bit longer. Like, yeah. Not that big of a deal um, to go one more week. It was like week three. It wasn't like they were accepting an invitation to meet her family. Like, I don't know. I feel like they should have. They messed up, but they didn't know the rose was going to be taken away. I get it. But with Logan, he kind of took the right steps, at least in this this episode where he went to Jesse Palmer He expressed concern in that conversation. He probably could have thought maybe Jesse Palmer right now would pull Gabby for me. Like he's kind of the the person to look to for him. Like, what else is he going to do? I'm sure he's telling his producers how he feels because it's in the edit. And then he assumed he was going to have time to talk to the cocktail party. And then they canceled the rest of the cocktail party. They cancel
2: every cocktail party. Which I kind
0: of love. Like, it just keeps me on the edge of my seat. Like, I love a row ceremony and because I hate when they cut those at the end. Mm-hmm. And I love a canceled cocktail party because the guys all scramble. But yeah, yeah. In, this, in this sense, that's not really Logan's fault. Like, he kind of tried.
2: Yeah, you saw Rachel said to him, like, I'm sorry, we didn't get this time this week. We'll get it next week. So it's like, if he doesn't have time, like he can't just deny a rose at the rose ceremony, like especially after all the things that just happened with Hayden. So of course he's going to accept it because he wants to make sure he has time to like have a conversation with Rachel and with Gabby. And he hasn't gotten that yet. So it's kind of not fair to him. Um, I almost feel like the producers are just like toying with him or maybe there's just truly no time because there's these dates. And I feel like we have to clarify that like a week, on the Bachelor, like an episode, it's probably like two and a half days. So maybe yeah. there truly is no time.
0: No, you're so right. I love. I feel like they're really putting emphasis on this week, which they always do. But these two <laughs> keep saying, "Like I had a rough week. I had a rough week," and that means like they had a rough like twelve hours. Yeah, like literally. listen, like they in like three days. <laughs> yeah, they were probably in LA shooting at the mansion for like a week or two. Then they travel a week and a half at the most, probably a week. Then they had to travel to Paris. And then they'd like get situated on this boat. Like there's been a lot of movement. So we're on and, week four, but it's and definitely
2: when is the boat? Weeks. When is the boat going to dock? Like, did you see when Hayden went home? He just like walked off the boat. I'm like, are they ever going to set the sail, like sail the sea? Cause I want to see them in the middle of the ocean. And I want to see a guy get eliminated and have to go on like a dinghy boat and like right. float away. Like that would be such a missed opportunity. That's such good TV. Like walk the plank kind of. I have well, to we have do that. know
0: They go to Belgium next week. So did they sail there or right, not sail, but did they cruise there? I assume.
2: You're asking the wrong person. I don't know how to get from Paris to Belgium.
0: I don't either. <laughs> I actually did once when I was in like eighth grade, but I we took a bus everywhere. Anyway, oh, cool. um, not about me, but I think they do cruise because this cruise ship um is allegedly sending me a PR package. So I think they're getting more feature time. Ooh, so I think this, okay. we're going to be on this boat for a little bit longer. Okay, Um, cool. Which is interesting. I do kind of like that because they are separating the guys, but they do need to see them in some degree. So I guess it makes more sense like putting them in different rooms, Team Rachel, Team Gabby. What were your thoughts on that terminology? Because I saw Caitlin Bristow was definitely like not pleased with it. And people in her comments were agreeing with her. But when I asked Gabby and Rachel about it, they were like, no, it's literally like stop the audience. She They kind of implied, in my opinion, implied that the audience was the one making it pinning against each other because they don't feel that way. And it didn't come from the inside.
2: Yeah, I mean, Team Rachel, Team Gabby, like that sounds like you're picking teams. Right. I feel like the show could have picked a different terminology. I don't think that they were trying to like separate them like that. I think that they like could have picked a different word. Um, but like, what other word can you think of? One like I that guess, would make sense.
0: Like Gabby suitors, Rachel suitors.
2: Yeah, like, that would. Gabby's have been men, better. Rachel's
0: men. It doesn't quite fall off the tongue. Is like a team, Gabby team, Rachel. But like that's also happening. Like the post editing, maybe. Like I don't know if they walked around in like team Rachel shirts. Um, But even that, like as long as they're not competing, like Rachel's better than like if they made them do like a competition, like prove why Gabby's better than Rachel or prove why you're on this team, that would be like, oh, you're dragging the other one down. But from our perspective, they're pretty much shutting down, like besides Hayden getting that one rose, which was a mistake, kind of. Then they're like, anytime one brings up the other to insult, they're not happy about it. Like, it's not like they're walking around like, oh, you have to prove you like me by insulting the other.
2: Yeah, yeah. Their friendship is solid through this whole thing. I think so too. And I wonder what would have happened if they like ended up hating each other. Like, I know nobody wanted to see that, but it also would have made for a pretty epic season. So maybe in the future, they should have two leads that like aren't friends.
0: Right, because then it's like, you're not ruining the friendship because there wasn't
2: one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they should have like, get like Shanae and Genevieve, make them the Bachelorettes. Stop that would be, that would be chaotic. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think that are going to do two bachelors next season? Cause I feel like they have to at this point, like after doing two bachelorettes, like it would only make sense.
0: I know. I don't think they are Do be think quite so? honest. I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. I have no idea. I think they are going to kind of keep it open-ended. Like we'll explore this format again in the future, but I don't think they're going to do it like tit for tat just because they just did it with two women because I don't know because the Bachelor ratings are also usually like a little better so they don't necessarily Mm -hmm. need like a gimmick. True. But then they'll have to answer questions about it but like Jesse Palmer will give the same answer he always gives saying like anything's on the table yada yada. Like I don't know. I I think that this show responds in the moment and then sometimes takes a step back and is like okay let's go back to what we do know. Like we kind of saw that with some of the changes and then like picking a Clayton was kind of like all right you literally just picked several Bachelors we've seen before and while that season you know, it was chaotic. It was, it worked as far as like audience. Like I enjoyed watching it. Like, I don't know. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, i feel like we're going to find out who the next bachelor is pretty soon. I, -hmm. I, because they, they start filming in like, I believe September. So it's about a month, but things get leaked so easily. Like even when Clayton was um, like filming, like he has to film his promo shoots a few weeks in advance and those shots got out there pretty quickly. So I feel like we're going to find out then the bachelor by the end of the month.
0: I think so too, or at least rumblings. Maybe they're, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, you're right. Because also they're still airing that as normal because even though Paradise is airing in the fall, like The Bachelor has to be back by January. So they can't really Mm -hmm. delay that. The only other thing from this date, I feel like where this episode was like Rachel's weird group date where they had to smell each other's armpits. And that was just not fun to watch.
2: Um, yeah, a lot of these dates are weird, but I think it's the point of these dates is to just like push people outside of their comfort zone. So that's just a way to do it, like making them be vulnerable, writing love letters, you know, stripping down naked, um, jumping off a plane, like these are just like exercises to like force people to get to know each other better. So even though it's weird. Um, I think it works. And I think it kind of speeds up the process of getting to know people.
0: And it came just at a bad time where it's like, Rachel's had a rough episode. Like now they're like, it just made it look like, oh, everybody hates Rachel. Like the fact that they're making her do all of this. But um, the guys handled it in stride. They tried to, you know, make her laugh and go with it. But I felt like there wasn't a lot of guys. Like she was laughing with them, but I wouldn't say many of them. She was like, Lot loving it. Like, I don't know if Rachel was enjoying that so much. So, and Tina wasn't there. So I kind of, yeah. that brings me back again to like Tyler and her had a moment. I know we got the group date rose. He wrote that like letter,
2: but I just still feel like it's all, all signs lead to Tina. All signs are leading to Tina. We'll see what happens. And yes. I mean, any excuse for these guys to take their shirts off is all good too.
0: Absolutely. Um, What else about in, ba- in bachelor nation has been catching your eye? I saw that you posted a picture of Claire Crawley out with a man do we know who this man is what is that about
2: yeah she's out with a guy I mean it seems like she might have a new man like he the picture is like his arm was around her they were in like a little section so um yeah I think that she has a new man and good for her hopefully this one lasts and this is the right guy for her I mean I think we're still rooting for Claire to find love no matter how crazy she is um in her pursuit like I still feel like we want her to find her fairy tale
0: Right, I'm not actively rooting against anyone. And I certainly think that it makes it, it would make sense for her to, you know, proceed with caution in a public relationship because she has had to navigate a lot of people's opinions and backlash. And, you know, the whole Dale gate was kind of wild and it was fun to watch during quarantine and everything, but then it not blew up in her face, but like the, that met breakup was messy. Um, mm-hmm. And he also hasn't really showed that much of his girlfriend, but he has a girlfriend. So interesting to yeah. see whoever decides to keep things quiet and who doesn't. And then you have like a Katie Thurston who I'm always saying, thank you for your service because she just can't stop stirring the pot, even if she wanted to.
2: Katie Thurston keeps a lot of us employed, and I feel <laughs> like if I was one of the guys from her season, I would probably not like her because she does bring up the drama like months later. Um, but it, it really, like, it, I think it's because Katie is a fan of the show, so I think mm, she just true. like wants to give the viewers what they want. And like, there's always so many unanswered questions you have about every season, and I feel like Katie's just like itching, as I know she's going to like start a podcast. She's probably going to yeah. write a book, so I think she's just like really itching to like spill all. So. I think that she, her best move might be to like reel it in a little bit. So when she does put out her memoir or start a podcast, it'll be like really worth the wait.
0: Right. Like Hannah Brown vibes, because when that That Hannah Brown book came across my desk, it was the greatest day of my life. And I had to wait a month to say anything because I signed an NDA and I was just like, all I want to do is talk about Hannah and Peter sleeping together at Barb's house. And I couldn't. So then when it finally got out there, I was like, this is great. And it was because Hannah, I mean even with all the Tyler stuff, like we didn't really hear from her. Like she did Dancing with the Stars, but like Mm -hmm. then she kind of went back a bit and we got nuggets on TikTok, but it wasn't really like her actually sharing anything. Um, And yeah, you're right. Like there's something to be said for keeping quiet and then dropping bombs. Mm -hmm. What about Michelle and Nate? I feel like so many people- want to know what's happening with two of them. And I know us weekly reported like Nate is moving to LA or has moved and yeah. that Tim and Dandra are just friends, but i Michelle hasn't said too much besides like she was blindsided. What do you think of those two?
2: Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like to be honest that they probably had to like stay together a little bit longer than they maybe were planning on just because of like the contract. Like it really, it was convenient timing seeing like, you know, them do photo shoots and like pictures like, and then like announce the breakup. But it sounds like Michelle was actually blindsided by the breakup and she did not see it coming. You know, Nate definitely seems like he's just not ready to settle down and be in a relationship. Like he's always out. He's always traveling. And like, obviously he's allowed to live his life. He's allowed to possibly date Deandra if that's what he wants to do. Right. Um, it just doesn't seem like he's ready for marriage and commitment. And I feel like Michelle was so ready. She's a teacher. She's grounded. And I feel like she's in Minnesota and she has these roots. So I really feel like um, they just were not meant to be together. And I actually uh, met Deandra last week Ooh. and- Honestly, I didn't ask her too much because I didn't want to pry like I had respect, but I definitely got the vibe that her and Nate were not like together.
0: Okay. Just friends. You think?
2: Yeah. Or like if they were like, it's maybe it was just like a, like a quick little thing, like
0: super new, nothing to really like, yeah, if, like and maybe they got caught with an Instagram story in the background at the wrong time.
2: Yeah. So I don't really think that they're like, it's definitely not going to like, I don't think so anymore. If, 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 if there ever was, I can't confirm that, but I definitely don't think that there's anything going on now.
0: And I think also one of those things that because it like kind of blew up would be really hard for them to try to navigate. Whereas like Katie and John tried to lean into it. And I don't know why that didn't work out, but the added pressure of everybody commenting on it. And I know they did that because they didn't want to like be in hiding, but it made it kind of like set up for failure because it was like an end of a 12 days of messy. And then like an every all eyes on you, like going to ask you questions. I don't know. I just like they put a lot of pressure on themselves. They could have just like pretend that they were friends for a long time and no one needed to know
2: yeah but i think that with katie she remembers she didn't want to hide it anymore she had to like right. hide her relationship with blake so i feel like she just was like ready to live her life i don't think that katie can keep secrets i think she just wants to be out even. there um and i don't think that nate and deandra were ever even like going to be in a relationship if anything right. they probably were just like maybe hooking up and hanging out for a minute which i feel like is only like shady if if um deandra and michelle were friends like we don't even know if they even know each other right
0: because deandra was on Peter season right so Technically, she probably doesn't even know Michelle. It's more so just like a bad look for Nate. Like, again, like you're single. You can do what you want. You can move to LA. You can be a model. You can date Deandra. But for someone who clearly had an issue with the fact that he felt like he was edited in a like not how he thought accurately. And then to do that, like you're leaning into the narrative and again, do what you want. You shouldn't do things for other people, but you can't be surprised if those people are then going to be, you know, judgy and, you know, Bachelor Nation is not afraid to speak their mind, good or bad. Not always good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think everyone's true colors, you know, show themselves throughout time.
0: I think so too. Well, is there anything else, any other people in your DMs that you can share with me or anything (laughs) else you want to
2: say about the season before I let you go? Well, I mean, I do think Maddie Pruitt's engagement that happened yesterday was kind of crazy just because she got like a heads up. um, Like, you know, engagements are always a surprise, but like she had a heads up to like put on a pretty dress and touch up her hair and makeup before- (laughs) Taking those photo shoots before taking that photo shoot. So I just thought that was absolutely insane. And then Bennett got engaged yesterday I too. Um, Tyler Cameron and Matt not being friends anymore is kind of shocking to me. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just really excited to see how the rest of the season unfolds with Gabby and Rachel and see like the ending and everything. And I hope that Gabby can kind of find some resolution with her mom. I know her mom put out some Facebook posts and, um, you know, Gabby's bringing it up on the, on the episodes. So I'm kind of hoping they can find some resolution. I know it's probably a deep, deep wound, but I feel like from her mom's post, she still cares about her. So I hope that they can find a way back together.
0: Yeah, I saw the mom's post, but I had no way of like verifying that was definitely her mom. So I hadn't like covered it too much yet, but like we think that's definitely her mom.
2: Yeah, I mean, there are two accounts on Facebook um, of the same name. I'll like send you like what people have been sending me. but Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like I'm like 90% sure it is her mom.
0: Okay, that is interesting. And then obviously Maddie Pruitt, like, Wish you the best. Nothing but the best Maddie Pruitt. But of course, like I couldn't help but make fun of the fact that she was straight up in a wedding dress and had a surprised face. And listen, maybe that was a recreation or maybe she knew and she cared about what the photos looked like to each their own. But like the surprised face with the straight up wedding dress, it's a little hard to be like, you were surprised. And it was a quick engagement. They've been together for like nine months. I want to say Um, her dad's worth the wait. His, his dad's a billionaire. So like good for her. Yeah, um it's I'm like I mean, sorry, Peter.
2: All the girls from Peter Season really do level up. We are we have yeah. like, you know, Hannah dating a Super Bowl champ, Sydney dating a super bowl champ, Natasha is thriving. Um, yeah. maybe being on Peter Season was actually the best decision of these girls' lives.
0: Yeah, Kelly Flanagan, I feel like has managed to stay like relevant and like hot and fun without having to even like go back on the show. True. Um, I
2: was wondering what happened with her and Bennett because now he's like engaged and I'm like, oh, I thought that they were going to like go on a date or something.
0: I know. I remember asking both of them about that. And like, I think she was a little creeped out, but like behind mm-hmm. the closed doors, like they were DMing, but then like he went public with it and she like pulled back.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. You got to like, you can't just like tell everybody no. the tea. Like you got to keep the, the best tea is always on the DL.
0: A hundred percent. Like don't even leave comments because they're going to like find them. Like you should like really shock us. Like um, and then Tyler and Matt. I will say like the most intimidating 10 minutes of my journalistic career was being alone in a room with Tyler Cameron in San Francisco, Mm -hmm. Um, tried to get the tea. He gave me some nuggets, but it wasn't quite, you know, the whole thing. But I think clearly Rachel has opinions, as he said, that they didn't necessarily agree with. And my guess, which is a total guess, he didn't completely say this, but when I was reading between the lines, was that Rachel and matt were together newly together like trying to get the relationship on on track and tyler was with camilla kendra when they first got together so they could all like double date tyler and camilla break up randomly maybe there's something we don't know about that rachel was maybe more on her side and then knowing that matt was going to be going out with single tyler maybe made her like whoa don't know if i love that with all these girls that are going to be coming up to the two of you you're in a relationship tyler's not um that's kind of the vibe i was getting by his quotes but
2: that makes a lot of sense but the only thing is when tyler was like i'll see him when i see him i'm like you don't say that about your best friend your roommate like that's right there's obviously something more to it but that theory makes a lot more sense because i don't think it i don't because i don't think it's anything that deep
0: i don't either and he had nice things to say about them too and i also think but i knew like I talked, I interviewed Matt and Rachel a few weeks ago. I wasn't allowed to ask many things. So it was not, I didn't ask about this, but um, they, Matt told me he was running the marathon in London and I brought that up to Tyler and Tyler had no idea. So- Mm
2: They, just yeah, read into
0: that if you will they're everyone. not
2: texting they're definitely not texting no they are not
0: <laughs> planning to run the London Marathon together that New York City Marathon may be the only one or maybe yeah. like this will all make they'll laugh about this I asked if he had heard from Matt and Rachel when that E! News story first ran and he said no so
2: yeah I feel like they're probably just like Tyler just, just Stop! Yeah, stop. Um, but I love when Bachelor Nation runs marathons. It always makes for a great TikTok because I'm like, this is who got this time and this. Oh, score. I love that. And everyone just like everyone laughs at it so much. So honestly, I love that Bachelor Nation marathons are a thing. Like even when Taysha and Zach broke up, it was like the marathon drama. Yes. They need to do like a marathon group date on The Bachelor. We're we're putting it out there.
0: Such a good idea. And yes, yeah, so keep an eye out for Matt James in October running the London Marathon. Zachary Rowdy will give you his time.
2: Got you. I got you all.
0: Well, tell everyone where they can listen, watch all of these things you're posting, get the tea, (laughs) every everything.
2: Yeah. I cover all things, reality TV, mostly bachelor nation. So check out Zachary reality on all platforms, especially TikTok.
0: Love it. And for here for the right reasons, listeners stay tuned right now, because here's my chat with Gabby and Rachel. Ladies, how has it been to watch this season back so far easier or harder? Definitely harder because
1: you don't see everything, you know, we would need like years of (laughs) our season of The Bachelor to see everything Um, and just like reliving, I think the harder moments, you know, it does kind of bring you back. But I also feel like you have a better perspective. Um, So at some points, I think, you know, it is easier.
0: Rachel, for you, I feel like last night's episode may have been a little tough. Um, Mm -hmm. Was there something that viewers maybe didn't see? From the group date that maybe caused you to have a bit of a reaction and have to talk to the guys about not giving you the attention you maybe thought you deserved?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think what people don't necessarily see is this is really just a small highlight reel of an actual event. Me and Gabby were there both having a great time. She went on with her group date, had a great night. And this was kind of just a feeling that I felt in the privacy of my own room. I feel like I'm really in touch with my emotions. And I was a little bit upset. Because as well as it being Gabby's uh, season, it's mine as well. And I did want to feel chosen by my guys. And I didn't necessarily feel like anyone was making that much of an effort. So I mean, of course, you can look at it from a million different viewpoints. But in the moment, that's what I felt. And
0: they really did step it up
3: after that. So I'm really happy that we had the conversation.
0: Gabby, for you, did it feel like that having you know Rachel's guys there or Rachel there take away from it or does it add to it for you on a group date? No not at all yeah i think it add
1: added to it you know i i was really excited that Rachel got to be by me and kind of you know it's still pretty early on in the process of navigating sussing out your feelings for each guy and stuff and having Rachel there helping with that and um, I think anyone in Rachel's position would have felt the same way we're always kind of on high alert in these really sensitive situations also everyone has seen both of us you know I had a really really tough week last week so it's not even like I don't know. It's, it's really, it's okay to feel those things. I think people are like, oh, we don't want to see him cry and this and that, which I appreciate, but love is rough and it's hard. And this is honestly just normal. And how it goes to fall in love is, is sometimes you have some heartbreak. So it's not like as deep. I feel like as everyone is making it out to be like, we have low moments, but we also have
0: high ones and we're entitled to the way that we feel. Absolutely. And I think Gabby, for you, it's been Really interesting and refreshing. A lot of candidness about your mom and that comes up on your one-on-one dates. Why has that been something that you've kind of brought up to all the guys and how has that been for you to watch and relive?
1: Um, I think, you know, you get limited amount of time with these guys. So on our one-on-ones is where you really have to get down to the nitty gritty so they can understand who you are, how you're going to be in a relationship. And of course, our parents really influence who we are as adults and how we act in relationships and our attachment styles and things like that. So um, I do want to be transparent in that I have done a lot of work around my childhood. And, um, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard feeling the feeling of, being loved because it applies to a romantic relationship you know um so it is it's hard because it's almost like gosh i have to get everything out right now but also i need these men to really know who i am and understand why i am the way that i am Have you heard from your mom since the show
0: started airing? Would you expect to? Um, You know, I really haven't, but that's It's okay. I've seen a little bit of chatter on the use of the term Team Gabby and Team Rachel, which seems to just be distinguishing which guy, you know, accepted your roses. Do you guys have any thoughts on that terminology? Did you feel like that, you know, perpetuated you being pit against each other or not so much?
3: I think everything that goes, like if people are talking about pitting us against each other, it never came from the inside. Gabby and I never felt like having our boys in two separate parts of the boat pitted us against each other. We always had open communication. We always put each other first. So as far as what anyone thinks about it being a competition, it's really coming from them and not us.
0: Oh, I like that. Hayden, um, quite frankly, insulted both of you and not very cool. Um, He has apologized on Instagram. Did you guys have a reaction to that? (laughs) The silence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think there's lots of
1: things to consider when people apologize on social media, especially, you know, in a public way after you've been outed on TV. So I think anyone can take that however they want.
0: Perfect. Um, Rachel, as a viewer, it certainly feels like Tino is the one to watch. (laughs) Um, can you tell me about Tino? Why is he so special and what can we expect? What can you tease about the Tino relationship?
3: Yeah, I think I have so many great connections. Tino is definitely someone that initially caught my attention and I did give the first impression rose to him. He's someone that I felt very safe around. He chose me from the beginning and it was really nice to, you know, be able to share this date with him in Paris and really get to know him more.
0: Um, Gabby, you mentioned after Jason's date that you were you were in love. Um, (laughs) What prompted you to make that comment to Rachel and tell me about Jason? Um,
1: I think Rachel and I were both on a high of being in such a romantic city and having this amazing day. Also it's so fun to see a girlfriend after a date. We had been begging for a double date. So I think it was just um all these feelings of you know, love is in the air, obviously, it's like just a saying. Um, <laughs> I take saying I'm in love very seriously. Um, But yeah, I, as far as, you know, Jason goes, we had a really great time together. He is, like I said, you know, he's more reserved. So um, I can, I understand, obviously, I think we've all had some form of anxiety in the past. So whether it comes out in social scenarios or not, but um, him and I together, just us, he was really able to break out of his shell. We had so much fun. I think you kind of got to see. So it's a side of him that he didn't always see in the house with the other guys. Um,
0: But with me, it was different. And you know, that's all that matters. Looking to next week, um, Logan, obviously going to be in the hot seat. What can you tell me about how that's going to go? Is it fair to want to switch what's going to happen with Logan?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I think as far as that, this is all uncharted territory for everyone. This has never been done before and no one really knows how to navigate it. So as well as everyone watching me and Gabby figure this out for the first time, they're watching the men do it as well. So I think as far as what
0: happens next week, everyone's just going to have to tune in. So does that mean we should maybe have a little grace for Logan trying to navigate this or no? (laughs) I think people will be able to make their own opinions. Okay. You know, um yeah. last question, Rachel. You said at one point that your lowest low, you hope, was the rejected roses, as we were mm-hmm. calling them. Is that gonna be the lowest low, or is there more? Should we buckle up for more?
3: I think there's constantly highs and lows throughout this journey. And like we said before, this has really never been done before. This format has never been seen. So we experience, you know, really low lows and really high highs. And I think Gabby and I are just more excited for people to start seeing those really high moments because of course we are still navigating this at the beginning. That rose ceremony was really hard. Doesn't mean there's not hard moments to come, but they're all for, you know, a a good reason to get to the end and to be in love.
0: Well, I can't wait to keep watching because I'm thoroughly entertained and I'm rooting for you both. So thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns.